Good morning and welcome to another daily live webcast called Jen Castle Live Show that happens Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern here on YFELive.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono, and you're watching another Winning Wednesday. And today we're taking it old school and doing Winning Wednesday headlines. We're talking about Jimmy Fallon and viral videos. We're talking about the Oscars and Samsung's uh, little ad sponsorship, retweeted, most retweeted uh, selfie. And then finally, we're talking about Roku and actually just a nice broad sense of what's going on with our televisions and how we can be using it in our businesses. So again, thank you so much for watching live. My name is Jennifer Dono. I'm going to be your host for today. And uh, so let's talk about winning Wednesday before we get started. So this is the idea that on Wednesdays, we talk about things that help us be more winning. And yes, that's a totally old school phrase, but I like alliteration and it works. So... Um, let's go ahead and I want to first talk about how I organized today's Winning Wednesday because this is what we used to do all the time back in November and December every Wednesday I would be on here by myself and talk about headlines and I have a very very um, well organized system for putting GenCast together uh, and I know a lot of you are doing podcasts so any consecutive event or, or you're doing hangouts or you're putting together webinars where it's creating content, kind of like we did blog editorial um, calendars and things like that a couple years ago. Now people are getting into new media and playing with other ways of communicating with their audience. So the way that I plan this daily webcast, I mean, it's a daily thing and I run a business and I have a toddler and so anyway, systems and organization are very important to me. So I use Trello and we had them on a couple weeks ago and I wanted to walk you through how I use the Wednesday headline piece. But before I do a uh, checkout, because I told you all that I would do a Trello tutorial on how I actually plan this entire show, and so I did. So if you go to youtube.com slash TV, you can watch it. It's a five-minute video, and it walks you through step-by-step -step on how I, um, how I brainstorm, how I plan, how I execute, how I book guests, and things like that. And hopefully you guys can, it'll be helpful for anyone that else that's thinking of doing a consecutive show, whether it's weekly or monthly or whatever it is. Um, so definitely check that out. But in the meantime, I wanted to talk about this winning Wednesday headlines piece because it's compiling information, basically. I have three headlines that we're talking about. I said Jimmy Fallon, right? Um, we're talking about the Oscars piece, and we're talking about the the Roku. And so the way that I do that, because I'm not very often behind my desk, and this is something I talked about live when we had that Try It Out Tuesday with Trello's, um, one of their product development guys. And uh, so basically, let me show this desktop to you. This is Trello. And uh, this is my exact board for GenCast. So you guys can get a little behind the scenes piece. I am a gold member, so you can see I have stars and fancy little things and a, f a fun customized background. Um, but I keep my YouTube copy here, guest templates, all sorts of fun stuff. I have how I brainstorm different ideas. Each card has some information. These are potential guests that I've been talking to. Um, this is pre-production, and you can see all of my shows have due dates, and they all have little things assigned. And then um, you can see post-production, where all of the shows go to, and then this is this articles part. This is what we're going to talk about today, just really fast before we actually get into the articles that we're talking about. And again, you can find out all about this on youtube.com slash TV. If you join our list at ovali.tv slash join, I'll send you the ebook. You get it automatic download, too, and we'll get best practices for webcasting soon, too. So anyway, I uh, what I do is when I'm surfing online at home, 
Um, just like any type of like boring part in my day, I'll just go through my Twitter uh, feed and I'll look for cool headlines to talk about with you guys or things that interest me. So this is one of them. Uh, why Jimmy Fallon videos always go viral because this is something I was interested in. If you notice, he's a king of these little sketches and they go up on YouTube and people constantly share them on Facebook. So anyway, I thought this article was great, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. So what I did is I went ahead and I use an iPhone. So Safari makes it really easy. I just say, let's go ahead and mail this. So I mail it and I say to, and I write in Jen cast. And that's going to send me to a unique place in my card. So if I hit send right now, and then I pop back over here. This is all in real time. I hope it works, you guys. <laughs> um, so rather than wait to see if it'll pop over, let's go ahead and refresh it and see if it's that fast. Uh, scrolling over, it hasn't showed up yet. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it basically what happens is it's going to show up as a card over here in my, oh, see, there it is. Pretty cool, right? Showed up in a little card. It says sent from my iPhone so I can add any notes I want. All of that fun stuff. And so that's just a little tip on how you can win Wednesday today. If you're compiling information, whether it's in a blog or if it's a podcast or a live webcast or webinar or whatever it is, if you're being that go-to expert in compiling information, use Trello. Um, and they're not paying me to say anything like that. It's just something I honestly use and I really love. And like I said on Try It Out Tuesday, without Trello, I would lose my mind. So anyway, let's talk about these articles. Why Jimmy Fallon videos always go viral. And I'm just going to go ahead and straight up pull it from Trello for you guys today too. So you can just see me work through my cards. Um, so this is an interesting thing as far as the headline goes and winning. And why I wanted to talk about this is that he says here, um, uh, or Rachel, she says this. Rachel Great, and this is in policymike.com. She says, while Letterman, Leno, and even Conan rely on the more traditional late-night format, longer monologues, making fun of recent news, followed by celebrity interview, and inters interspersed with a few music or comedy sketches, Fallon peppers every episode with singularly creative sketches that are almost funny, almost always funny because of the zany premise. So I thought this was interesting. So he's trying to break the mold of uh, this is how late-night has always been done. And it's it as you read on, it plays to his strengths. So... Um, it's been noted that he's not great at doing these long monologues. And as my husband and I have always said, um, he's also not great at interviews. <laughs> if any of you watch him, and I, I've taken this as kind of like a tip for myself, he's too fangirl. He's, he gets so excited when someone's on and he leans forward in his interviews and he kind of giggles and he just says, he makes the guest almost uncomfortable sometimes, so it's not very fun to watch. And so you can notice that over the last um, couple weeks when he's changed to the to the Tonight Show, he's actually changed how he's interviewed people or the, the segments. He plays to his strengths. So one way that we can win Wednesday is to play to our strengths. And another uh, way that we can win Wednesday is to differentiate ourselves, you know, look at, at, look to see what it is that we can do differently that, you know, someone's putting out a blog post with a million different photos. If you're a cook and you, the trend right now is to write a whole story and like a little recipe at the end, how can you break that format? How can we make things different and that you can stand out amongst your competition? So I just really liked this article and I like the idea that he's doing things differently. And so if you go, I'll include this link too. Um, 
It's from Mashable, and it's 14 late-night videos that prove Jimmy Fallon rules the internet. <laughs> so you guys can look through some of his viral videos. But I read another article, and I looked for it to include on this today. I couldn't remember exactly where I found it, but it was talking about how he hired someone. There's someone on their staff uh, who specifically deals with these viral videos. He makes sketches that will translate well to the internet so people will, will share it. Um, and so I think that's interesting, too, the idea that you have someone specifically on your staff that plays well to the Internet and really thinking about why would someone share this? What would make them share it? That kind of a thing. So check that out. I'll make sure I include the links below this. Let me know your thoughts. Are you a fan of Jimmy Fallon? Do you think he's doing a great job with The Tonight Show? My husband loves him because he was always a big fan of Johnny Carson. We have his like old DVDs and we watch the documentary and everything. And he feels like he's bringing it like the classiness back to The Tonight Show. So he loves it. And I have to admit, I really like it too. Even my mom was saying she likes it. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next subject, which is the Oscars. We talked about it a little bit on Monday. Uh, gosh, I'm sorry, you guys. I have a cold. <laughs> uh, we talked about a little bit on Monday the idea that uh, if you're – everyone should know about this by now. Uh, Alan did a selfie that was the most retweeted picture ever. It shut down Twitter for a little bit, and it has all of these stars in it, and it's really fun. So if you notice, though, Samsung was a big spot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Samsung was a big sponsor of it. You saw an ad before she brought it in, but she never talked about, said, let me use my Samsung phone, right? It was just there. And the backstory behind this in the Smashable article is that Samsung never said specifically, you have to make a selfie or you have to get a bunch of retweets. You have to do anything. They didn't do that. They just paid a very large amount of money, and it's actually broken down in this article, which I'll include below too. Um, they, it's broken down into how much money they spent on the specific ads and what the ads were. And then Ellen and her writers and the people behind the Oscars, they did all of this magic. And this is something that's really interesting because... As business owners, giving the creative people the freedom to talk about your product in the way they want to is awesome. For example, MailChimp sponsors YFE. They just gave us money to, and this is just some behind the scenes kind of thing, they funded that show, but didn't give me any, and they do this with all of their sponsorships, they didn't give me any parameters and saying, you have to mention it in this way, or you have to talk about it in this way. And because of that, I'm already a huge fan of MailChimp, but I pay special attention to their blog, all of their emails, and I share whatever I can with everyone because I absolutely adore them. I love how they work with us. I love that they give us the creativity to talk about them in however we want. And so as a small business owner, if you're creating a sponsorship or creating an ad for someone, or maybe you're a blogger and you're creating together, you're putting together sponsorship packages, don't think so much in terms of, I, you know, I need you to tweet three times or whatever it is. Give the people that are going to be talking about you creative control over it and cool things will happen. So Samsung paid ABC roughly $18 million for five minutes worth of primetime ads. Um, and let's go ahead and pop that over so you guys can see specifically what they're talking about. And it's funny because I actually didn't really remember their ads. <laughs> but I do remember Ellen using the product on the Oscars. And I actually even looked it up, too. Um, and then, so 
On top of that, they took it a step further and they sponsored tweets, 10 tweets featuring celebrity selfies. And then on top of that, Twitter was paid to promote the selfies through its Twitter Amplify program. So they didn't just let it sit on the content going out, they actually paid to promote that content. And that's another great thing as far as like Facebook and Twitter goes that we can take away and really win Wednesday with. But it includes the three ads in this article, or one of them does. I'll add all of these links too. Here it is, so you can see the three ads. And the one with the celebrity placement, the product placement, to me, totally wins out all of these ads. The ads I can't remember, I don't really care about. The fact that Ellen took the selfie with it, I remember. So anyway, hopefully you can take that advice and win Wednesday with it. And then the last one that I wanted to talk about, taking it back to my Dremel board, is uh, Roku's new streaming stick. Now, this one I wanted to talk about because I think it was Renata um, who mentioned that she has the Chromecast. And I am, we have Apple TVs. We have two in the studio. And um, I was trying to think of a way I could show you the other one. So the Apple TV is over there and there's an Apple TV, TV over there. I have an Apple TV at home, but I also have a Roku. And um, I love Apple TV. It's so dynamic and versatile for a business owner, especially if you already have Apple products. I would say you have to have this to have an extension of all of the products because you can then push your phone over to Apple TV. You can push your iMac over to Apple TV. You can push everything over so it becomes a second screen, mirroring it, all sorts of fun stuff. So anyway, I really recommend getting something like this. The difference between this, so I loved Roku. I got it back in 2008, I feel like, 2009. When I ditched cable, I got it for Netflix. And we still have one of their older models that's on our an, an older television that doesn't have an HDMI compatible um, little plug-in thing. But they're trying to, again, revolutionize the way that we consume information. And so what Roku's hoping to do with this little stick, it costs more than a Chromecast, which I think is interesting because one of the things that makes Chromecast and Apple TV so enticing is that it works with all these other products, right? It extends the life or the use or the value of these products, whereas Roku is strictly entertainment. Uh, so it has a remote, which is nice, and it's a bigger remote. If you guys use Apple TV, you know that that remote is ridiculous. Um, and so we use uh, the remote app on our phone, which I think Roku has the same thing. But it's nice to have a physical remote sometimes, especially if you have kids. Um, so anyway, what they're trying to do is that you go to Roku and you have all of these different places where you're you're getting your, your information. This is different than Apple TV because Apple TV doesn't have Amazon, their competitor. And so... You have Netflix, Amazon, Hulu Plus, all these places that you might subscribe to, and you can do one search on Roku as a platform and be tapped into all these networks. So if you want to watch Caillou, because um, <laughs> your, your toddler loves to watch Caillou, uh, you just search on Roku for Caillou and you can pull up all the different episodes across because Hulu Plus has different episodes than Netflix than, than, um, than Amazon Prime does, and so that helps you out. So how can we make, first of all, what I took away from this and how I'm going to win Wednesday with it is how can we make it easy for people to find information? So this is kind of on-demand type stuff. There's two ways of providing people with content, in my opinion, today. And one of them is on-demand, and the other one is, as Leo Laporte from Twit has said, dipping your foot in the river that's constantly going the stream of information. And people that don't want to think about what they're going to watch or to consume, they just want to know it's going to be good content they're interested in. And that's important today, too, and he thinks,
thinks that that's the way content's going, but at the same time, you want to make it easy for people to find what they're interested in watching. So two ways to think of it. How are you going to help that? You've been watching Winning Wednesday, the, um, on what's this called? GenCast, the daily live web show that happens Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on YFELive.com. Next week, we're moving to 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern just for the next week. And um, tomorrow's guest is Zero Waste Home. Uh, she is one of my favorite authors. She inspired me to go zero waste in my home. And I'm really excited to talk to her about how we as young female entrepreneurs can be creating products with this type of lifestyle in mind. So uh, again, my name is Jennifer Dono. Thank you so much for watching live and have a fantastic winning Wednesday.